This episode of the 11 Point Collar Podcast has been brought to you by the letter Cookie Monster. Hi, hold there. You're listening to the 11 Point Collar Podcast by J.D. Hansel. Happy first episode of 2018, everyone. Welcome back to 11 Point Collar, the original podcast from MuppetHub.com Productions. I am your host, J.D. Hansel, and it's great to be with you once again. I know it's been a little while since we've done something. I know I put out a Christmas show with the guys a little while ago, and I've got a new film on JDHansel.com, but I thought, you know what? I haven't done one of these solo shows in a year or two, and I used to do them all the time, so I thought, hey, let's do one right now. So, thank you for joining us as we celebrate the show's six-year anniversary with episode number 86 of 11 Point Collar. The Twitter feed is at Muppet Hub and... Oh, hold on. Skype is ringing. Uh, I didn't plan for this. Hold on a sec. Hello? Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Hi, JD! Um, hi, Steve. How's it going, man? I'm doing very well, but I heard through the grapevine that you were recording your anniversary show tonight, and I wasn't sure why I hadn't gotten the notification about that, but no matter. I'm here now. I'm ready to start the show whenever you are, so let's go. Let's do it. Um... Okay, so this is interesting. Uh, you see, I was planning on doing this show alone, actually. Oh, well, oh yeah, yeah. That that's fine. We can uh, we, we we can do this without Jared. That that's that's fine. It's just you and me. Let's let's go. No, let's no. Do it. Sure. I, I mean, not just without Jared. I mean, I I was going to do the show by myself. You know, like like those old episodes of Eleven Point Collar I used to do back before you decided you'd rather be on my show than your own. Remember those days? Oh yeah, that's that's right. You you did try to go solo for a little while there, didn't you? I didn't. I didn't just try, Steve. I did perfectly fine on my own back then. My four listeners liked what I was doing quite a lot. Well, now your four listeners love what you're doing, so you probably want to have me around for this, just in case you need some moral support. You know. <sighs> fine, I'll let you hang around, but do let me do the segments I had planned, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, JD. What was that? I think we broke up a little bit here. I couldn't quite uh, hear everything you said. But let me do the segments I had planned, okay? Oh yeah, yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, I, uh, I guess I should warn you. I, I just did another interview earlier for Fan Press, and my internet's been acting up a little bit lately, so I might miss a few things here and there tonight. But I'll, I'll try and just kind of fill it in. Fine, but I'm getting on with the show now. As I was saying, thank you for joining us as we celebrate the show's six-year anniversary with episode 86 of 11-Point Collar. Whoa, 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 JD, what did you say? I said episode 86 of 11-Point Collar. You're gonna 86 11-Point Collar? No, Steve, I'm not canceling 11PC. You're canceling 11PC? No, Steve, it's your internet. You're leaving the internet! Oh my, this is awful, terrible, atrocious, bad even. Your mom said you didn't seem to be doing so well during the last big Skype meeting about you. You know, I should have seen this coming. I've got to go tell everyone. Spread the word, alert the media, start a whispering campaign. Everyone needs to know this. JD, you stay put here. I'm going to go let everybody know what's going on, and uh, and I'll be right back with you to finish the podcast. Okay, Just, just stay right here. 
I'll be back. No, no. All right, I'll go, I'll go. Jeez, don't rush me. Well, now that he's gone and there's very little chance of this turning into a running gag, let's get on with the show. Here's a random Muppet song I played back in episode number three of 11PC, and it's always been a favorite of mine. Different people, different ways. I'm not sure I understand. loves through all their days different people different ways see what I mean? maybe I love him cause he has to be fed I love you cause you make your own bed he has to be fed love make your own bed love everyone loves through all their days It's time for trivia time. I just listened to a little bit of the first episode of 11PC from January of 2012, and it is amazingly different. The moment the opening theme was done, I jumped right into trivia time without any introduction or housekeeping. And the question was this. The Muppet movie had several cameos, and several Muppets. The finale had dozens of Muppets, and thus dozens of Muppeteers. Among the puppeteers in the finale were two famous directors, though they were not famous for working with the Muppets. Which of the following was one of these puppeteers in the finale? A. Steven Spielberg B. George Lucas C. Tim Burton D. Peter Jackson or E. Chris Columbus The answer was C. Tim Burton. He and John Landis were puppeteers in the finale of The Muppet Movie. Maybe my writing style was uh, actually not too bad six years ago, but I did have a habit of being redundant and repetitive. Now, moving right along to listener feedback, we actually just got a voicemail message during that last song, so let's take a listen. Howdy do from Mississippi, this is Daryl Dudd. That's right, we moved. Alabama got too liberal. Anyway, I heard through the grapevine that 11-point collar is coming to a close, and I have something to say about that. <clears throat> Steve, do not cancel J.D., he was the best character you ever created, and you should keep doing J.D. Hansel until the day you die. 
His childlike voice is very funny, and his many failures and foibles brought a smile to my face with every episode. But if you must end J.D., find another character to replace him with. Maybe you could go back to producing the Muppet Cast, and you could do an impression of the average Muppet Cast listener. Boy, I would love to hear what that sounds like. I bet that would be so funny. Irregardless, keep up the good work, and I hope you find a way to bring J.D. back sometime. Maybe give him a girlfriend. Thank you for your time. Y'all have a good night now. God bless America. Ugh, man. I do not like listener feedback. There's a reason why I don't do it much. But let's move on to something that I'm very familiar with doing all the time. Man, I am repetitive and redundant. Henson History. Studies in Henson History. So I feel like I may have done this before, but even if so, I'd like to do it again because I'm vain and because I might have a different perspective now. I'm using this Henson History segment to do a bit of a retrospective on Muppet Hub itself, its productions, its evolution, and the effect it's had on my life personally. I just get into a nostalgic mood during these anniversary shows, you know, you know. This story begins, as one might expect, with pessimism, my natural form. In 2011, right around the time when I was starting my sophomore year of high school, the Jason Siegel Muppet movie had everyone in the Muppet fan world bubbling with excitement and joy, including me. And I didn't like that. This was a time when episodes of the Muppet cast were getting more and more rare all the time, and without Steve Swanson, there was no one to point out how everything new and different was bad. So I came up with the idea to do a Muppet fan site called Boober's Blog, which would look at current events, mostly Muppet events, from the perspective of my Muppet alter ego, Boober Fraggle. I ended up not really writing much for it, since writing silly Muppet articles, it seemed, just wasn't my thing. Then came the end of the Muppet cast. Now, I wasn't much of a performer at the time, although I had made a few silly puppet videos with my webcam, so I had a little bit of experience with doing voices, and I had a cheap microphone I was using to give those videos slightly better sound quality. Those were pretty much my only qualifications to be a podcaster, and I remind you again that I was in high school. I was stupid. I remember my family and I were visiting a friend in the hospital at the time when the first, last episode of the Muppet Cast came out, and instead of being focused on the matter at hand, I was focused on listening to that last episode of my favorite podcast, moping and making everything about me. So with the cancellation of that show, I decided immediately to make things even more about me and start my own podcast. Again, I was stupid. It didn't take me too long before I released my first show, although it did take me a while to produce it. I'd messaged Steve on Facebook since he and I knew each other just to get a little bit of advice so that I could figure out how to host my podcast, and I just changed around the Boober's blog site so it could hold the podcast, and then I jumped right in. But I wasn't too ambitious. I tried to keep a lot of my shows pretty short. I think episode one was 25 minutes. Um, And as I mentioned above, I did trivia right away. So I assumed nobody would care about who the heck I was, um, at least until the show was better established, And then I really just said a few more words about topics from Muppet history related to that date of the month, and then I played relevant Muppet songs for the rest of the show. Like, it was a a few words from me, and then Muppet songs. I think at that time I was writing my scripts in a little Kermit the Frog notebook, just whenever I was out and about during a study hall in school or when I was at the park or something, I'd just jot stuff down in a little notebook, and it was very short scripts for very short, simple shows. I actually didn't even have an outro. I just played what I thought would be the podcast's closing theme, which was an instrumental portion from uh, The Magic Store, from the Muppet movie. 
For later shows, I quickly changed this, putting in the Muppet Show closing theme, just like the Muppet Cast. Um, I developed a format that did trivia time first, then Henson History, then closing clips, because alliteration makes it sound like you know a little bit of what you're doing. When I was in the middle of uh, working on school projects, I somehow still managed to crank out new episodes pretty much every week for just a little while, ranging in length from like 11 minutes to an hour, so I had no consistency whatsoever. But then I slowed things down to producing them at a more manageable rate of whenever I could do them. I just, I just didn't know what I was doing. And let's not forget to mention that I did the first several episodes of the podcast in my Kermit the Frog voice for the whole darn show, with the exception of show number 8, for which I used my Fozzie impression. Now, these impressions ended with my first interview on the podcast, which was long enough to make me drop the Kermit voice. It was a real turning point in the show. My guest for that interview, predictably, was Steve Swanson. That's when I uh, had some hope that my podcast might become something good. He seemed to like what I was doing. But then he announced at the end of the interview that, uh, that he was doing with me that he was going to bring his own podcast back. Already. After only eight months of him being away. So why did I keep going? I'm not sure. Maybe it was because Steve promoted my podcast on his podcast, saying I was a heck of a podcaster, and I actually bought that lie. Um, and I'd already recorded some instrumental Muppet songs to play in the background, so I just I wasn't going to let them go to waste. Ultimately, though, I liked having a place to say things to people. I liked getting to join the public conversation about a topic on my own website, uh, on my own show, and I liked feeling kind of important that way. Like when Jerry Nelson passed away, uh, I didn't just have to listen to the tributes that other people were doing. I could do my own tribute. That was important to me. I needed that. This became an outlet for me in a time when I was, well, really not doing well psychologically or emotionally. High school's rough. Now, for my junior year of high school, I took podcasting as an elective. It wasn't offered as a class at this school, of course, but I found a way to uh, basically have a teacher who was pretty familiar with podcasting supervise me. Um, and that let me get credit for the show for school, and it was also forcing me to produce episodes more regularly. Now, I found that cranking out episodes with a similar format on a regular basis was the best way for me to learn how to record and host and edit better. It was an amazing teaching experience, but... Um, the regularity of the show eventually started to make it boring. Like, it was just the same thing every time. There are two key moments, though, in the history of the podcast that changed things for me. So the first was actually in episode 30 of the podcast, um, which came out around the time when the Henson Company was celebrating Fraggle Rock's 30th anniversary. So, since it was Henson's 30th anniversary, I was doing show number 30, I decided to open my show with this. Hey, it's 11 Point Collar's 30th episode, and as we always do when the episode number is divisible by 5, we're celebrating our anniversary by attempting to revamp the franchise. That's right, we're celebrating 30 episodes of Frog Scout Fun with the 11 Point Collar T-Shirt Design Contest, a commemorative book, 11 Point Collar Limited Edition Playing Cards, J.D. Hansel Limited Edition Plush Dolls for Manhattan Toy, Limited Edition Frog Scented Perfume, 11 Point Collar Limited Edition Shoelaces, and as always, Limited Edition means too expensive for you to be able to afford. Plus, coming soon, that picture of Moki that they use over and over again and just use Photoshop to flip horizontally so it looks different will be available as a $200 5x5 inch print. So dance your cares away and enjoy this special episode of 11 Point Collar brought to you by the Hub Network and weirdos like you. Thank you. Not bad for a not-quite-17-year-old, if I may say so myself. Um, that bit in 2013 was some of the most fun I'd had with the podcast, and I found that sketch comedy was something I really liked doing. I just needed to 
I needed an excuse to do it. Um, it didn't really fit into my format. Uh, maybe this was part of the reason why I turned to puppetry videos. I know I had just done Foz the Great and Powerful around the same time, which was a... It was, I basically took a short scene from The Wizard of Oz, and I edited it to put uh, Fozzie Bear in there, or my impression of Fozzie Bear, in the place of the wizard. I want to go home. I am Oz, the great and funny. Waka, waka, waka. Who are you? Who are you? If you please, I am Dorothy, the small and meek. We've come to ask... Why did you cross the road? Oh. Ah. It's a neat little video that I think is still out there on YouTube and on MuppetHub.com somewhere. But between the two of those, um, the, uh, the the sketch comedy bit for the podcast and the video, um, I knew I wanted to do more comedy, but I wasn't sure how. With the change from Boober's blog to Muppet Hub in January of 2014, I decided to launch a series of videos to add to the diversity of my website's catalog of fun Muppet things, to fill a void in the Muppet world for puppet videos about the Muppets, to practice and show off my own puppetry skills, and to try to make myself popular in the YouTube sphere. What I quickly found is that video production isn't worth it unless you're going to be more focused on video production. Learning the software and paying for high-end resources can be important parts of this, and I just wasn't committed enough for all that. I found that working with bad video editing software and dealing with YouTube's copyright rules is just frustrating. So eventually I shifted my focus back towards the podcast. What made the podcast more appealing, apart from the creative freedom it offers since we get virtually no supervision in iTunes, <laughs> it was the new chance I had to do interviews. So this is the second key moment in the history of the podcast. This is when I covered Beyond the Sock. That's when I had the chance to finally talk to real Muppet people. I spoke briefly to puppet builder Pasha Romanowski of Project Puppet, did an interview with Noel McNeil, and finally interviewed Peter Linz, who, uh, well, he had to deal with my intense Walter fandom at the time. And this was so fun to do, and so amazing, that I knew I had to keep interviewing people. I had done no interviews before except for the one I mentioned with Steve, and then all of a sudden I found I really, really liked it. So, so now that I had these two big names on the show, I felt justified in asking other guests to join me. So this later would lead me to talk to Brian J. Jones, the director of I Am Big Bird, or directors, I should say, um, Frogfan76, Nick Lemon, Andrew James Spooner, and Noel McNeil, again. He's a good guest. Of course, I had to do another interview with Steve, I couldn't help myself, and since I'd had a few years to improve my podcasting skills and to grow as a person, we found that we were finally able to have a good podcasting dynamic together. It was amazing, and the rest, even though it started back in 2014, feels like very recent history. Once Steve and I started co-hosting, I found that podcasting became ten times the fun. I could knock it off with the same old formulaic grind and just focus on fun. He invited me to co-host the Muppet Madness Tournament with him, and after that we just kept trying things together. All kinds of experiments and crazy ideas. This led to Let's Talk Muppets, and Let's Talk Whatever, and Muppet Fans Talking, and to Where I Am Today. So now I'm in a place where I've gotten to meet dozens of people behind the Muppet productions I love, from Peter Linz to Ryan Dillon to Kirk Thatcher to Craig Shemin to Bonnie Erickson to Lisa Henson. I've learned how to tell stories with audio and video, to be an interviewer, to be a comedy writer, and so much more, so early on in life. Oh, and at some point I guess I started working characters into my podcast, but I've never really been quite sure how that happened. 
Like, I can't point to any specific episodes. It seems Louie just sort of showed up by accident at some point for no clear reason. Anyway, I'd like to thank all of you for the opportunity that you, dear listeners, have given me over the years by listening to my silly show and visiting my silly site. I love the fun we've had so far, and I'm looking forward to much more in the future. And now, let's go to one of the so- Oh, um, hold on a second. My, uh, my phone's ringing now, and it's from a strange area code I don't know. Hello? Hi, JD. How are you? Um, I'm I'm doing fine, but I'm afraid I don't have your number in my contacts. Is this sterile? No. Chris! Chris Harris from MuppetCast.com. How the heck have you been, man? Well, uh, I was doing well. Great, great. It's good to hear from you. Say, are you calling to wish my show a happy anniversary? Actually, I'm not. Oh. Uh... I'm calling because of this rumor that's spreading around that you're canceling the podcast. I don't know why nobody mentioned this at the last big Skype meeting. I mean, your grandmother said you seemed so happy when you called her last Thursday. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, why are you throwing your life away? Chris, this is crazy. This is crazy, I tell you. I am not canceling the podcast. I am not throwing my life away. And I am not a fan of everyone I know having secret Skype meetings about me behind my back. Uh... They're, they're not secret. I mean, all the Muppet fansite managers are invited every time. That's not the point. The point is, my show is sticking around, and that's what we are here to celebrate tonight. Chris, do you have any favorite memories from Eleven Point Collar? So, actually, I do, now that you bring it up. Uh, a few years ago, you did a three-part series on the Beyond the Sock Workshop. Yes. Um, which absolutely fascinated me uh, hearing about your experience there it's my, the first time i had ever heard of the workshop which takes you all the way from you know building your own puppet through being taught puppet uh techniques for television and film by peter lenz and noel mcneil and i i think as you did those three episodes the, the first one you started with pasha romanowski uh who talked to you about puppet building and then you followed up with noel and, and peter and ever since first hearing about that i have been really intrigued and wanted to attend the workshop and looks like this year it's finally going to happen as i have enrolled in the uh the next one this june wow that is so awesome yeah those podcast episodes are some of my favorites it was my first time uh getting to meet peter Linz. i was i was really nervous when i was meeting him that week but then throughout the week we kind of struck up a friendship and then he was great on the podcast it was it was a wonderful time and i'm so proud of those episodes i I really think that those three episodes are probably the point at which 11 point collar sort of became its own it started to really hit its stride right in that summer and i'm very proud of that this is awesome i i mean i hope i get to go back to beyond the sock again someday it's a heck of a workshop and i'm so glad to hear that you are going because of me and speaking of workshops, did, did you get accepted into the Sesame Street Puppeteer Workshop? Well, Chris, it was a pleasure talking to you. Have a good night. I'll talk to you later. Well, now let's go to one of the songs from the Muppets' repertoire. I've always found both fun and inspiring the Frog Struggle Song. It's a long, hard road, but I'm going to get there. It's a long, hard road, I'm going to get there. It's a long, hard road. There. 
fun. What an interesting show this has been. I wonder if I'll get any more calls wishing me a happy anniversary. Oh, maybe that's one now. Hello? JD! Congratulations, my friend. Oh, why, thank you, Jared. You know, I, I really didn't think you'd ever have what it takes to do it, but you know what, you did it, and we're all very, very grateful. Yeah, well, I, thanks, man. You know, it's it's taken some time, but we finally got here. Well, you know what, cheers to you. Cheers to you. Talk about oh. cheers. I should take you out for a drink sometime, you know, check out your little puberty beard in person. But you oh, know well, what? Uh. Yeah, you deserve it. You know, you're a good guy. You've got a good heart. And I'm... <laughs> so I'm getting choked up. I'm just... I'm so proud of you, JD. I'm just... I'm so proud of the man you've become. I'm so proud of the direction you're going in life, you know. Away from the internet. Uh, yes, I, I, I beg your pardon? <laughs> you, you're, you're leaving the internet. You are, you're eating the internet. You're leaving the internet, right? Or are you just cutting off this podcasting nonsense? Let me check my phone. Steve wasn't um, really clear. Uh, Jared. Uh, you uh, know what? Whatever. Either way. It's, you know, as long as I don't have to hear your voice again, this is a great day. Jared, I am not canceling my podcasts. You're, you're not cancelling your podcast. No, I'm not cancelling anything. Uh, uh, ew! Ew! Oh, I gave you a compliment for free! This, oh. this is a oh. great day. Oh, I feel all dirty. This is good. No! Yeah, embrace no. it, Jared. No. Freaking embrace it. Absolutely you gave not, me no. a compliment for a change. Oh, I'll stick for it. no good reason. <laughs> oh, right, right. no, no, no. Right, Let, let's just mm, ah. let's be honest, JD. Like I can understand sure. you keeping the podcast you do with Steve and me, so you can at least pretend to have a social life. Right. But but you really need to have like thirty-seven different podcasts. Uh, no. No, so ugh, if you can just find something to cancel today so I can live with the disgustingly nice things I've said over the last couple of minutes. I can try. No, 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 no. Don't try. No, no, no. Don't give me that crap. This is an easy one. Cancel and point collar. You never record any episodes anymore. Everybody knows you only keep it around for sentimental value. You just cancel the show so you can focus on Muppet fans talking and I don't feel disgusting. Okay, ugh. you know what? That's actually kind of understandable reasoning. I think I really have to I really have to think about that honestly. But before I do, do you have any fond memories from 11PC you'd like to share with the listeners in this special episode? Uh, what are special, like, happy, fond memories of you and this podcast? Just 
fake something, please. Oh, Let's get this over with. Look, you were, I guess you interviewed me when I first sort of took over the site, and that was pretty cool, I guess. But besides that, ugh. Oh, there, are you happy now? Sure. Good, now in the podcast. Ugh. Oh, I'm going to have a shower. Man, this whole show has me questioning everything. Maybe I need to have a conversation with another version of myself, a la Kermit, in that weird scene in the Muppet movie. Hi-ho there, JD. Whoa, who are you? I'm the version of J.D. Hansel who recorded the first episode of the 11 Point Collar podcast in the beginning of 2012. Wow. You sound weird. I know. Do you think I should consider using the pitch shift effect on my voice to make it sound older? Dude, do whatever you have to do to make your voice sound older until you reach 21. Then you can drink, so you won't care anymore who says you're a kid. Your ID says they're wrong. That's very good thinking. So, how has the podcast come along over the years? Have you interviewed Frank Oz yet? Sort of, but not really, no. Well, that makes sense. I'm sure if Frank Oz liked talking about his old days on The Muppet Show, then he'd be glad to talk to you, but that's just not who Frank Oz is. Yeah, well, I'm just not that popular of a guy in the Muppet fan circles, to be frank. I mean, I've always been too busy with school to do regular releases, so I mostly just do shows when I can for a small but fairly devoted following. And that means I don't often get to interview the top dogs in the Muppet world. That's too bad. But hey, you still have time. You can keep doing 11-point collar until you build up to the point of interviewing someone like Steve Whitmire. Uh, he's not gone yet in your time, is he? Define gone. Dead. No, no, very much alive. Very much alive. Yeah, but why do I need 11PC to do interviews? Nobody ever gets the reference in 11PC's title anyway. It should be something that's, you know, I should do a more obvious Muppety title for my podcast. Why not just make a new show that's just for interviews? No, I don't like it. What? But, but why not? I like the name of the podcast as it is, and I want you to make your interviews part of 11PC because, well, that makes it more like the Muppet cast. Yeah, I guess it does. And I've really been trying to build this show up into something you'd be proud of, don't get me wrong. I mean, it sucks to cancel it now before I've had the chance to interview someone like Matt Vogel. Why do you need to interview that guy? Wait, Carol Spinney doesn't die, does he? Uh, not yet, no. No, but Matt's working on it. He'll have everyone killed off soon. It's all part of the master plan. It sounds like you won't get to have Matt on your podcast. You like making jokes about him killing off all the other Muppet performers. Yeah, you're probably right, but I think it's pretty clear that I do it with the best of intentions. We all love that guy. He's the best. He still has a little ways to go with the cur- Anyway, anyway, uh, listen, buddy. I don't need to be a replacement for the Muppet cast, to be frank. I think that... What I'm doing is a different beast, and that's totally fine. I mean, I, I want to make you proud, but at the same time, I never promised anyone that my show would stay the same. Sure you did. You promised me. Well, then screw you. <gasps> JD, that language doesn't sound very Christian. I don't do my show for you. You did your show for me. That's how this works. You existed so that I could be better than you, so that I could branch out and go beyond what you started. And now I don't need your show anymore. I have Muppet fans talking, and Muppet anxieties, and videos, and short films. You couldn't imagine the things I've done, or the things I'm still going to do, so I'm not going to let myself be bound to the limits of your imagination. Well then? Then I guess it's time for me to move on. Gee, thanks, younger me. Sure, any time. Also, have you had any luck getting a girlfriend? JD, how do I make you go away? 
Well, I'm no expert yet, but you could always try using a song to transition out of this segment. Uh, yeah, that's not bad. Any suggestions? Have you done a Ralph the Dog song yet? No. Do you need me to? Yes, please. Fine. Now here's one of my very favorite songs. It's a romantic little song. It's called You and I and George. I don't know what George's last name is. Actually, George, well, George came to a very untimely end somewhere before bar 13. Strolling through the park one day And then you held my hand As if to say I love you We came to a brook And George fell in and drowned himself and floated out to sea Leaving you alone with me Alright, well, this is it. Time for me to cancel the show. I just wish... I just wish I could talk to somebody who had more experience canceling a podcast so I knew how to do it right. Uh, hello? <sighs> JD? <sighs> yes, Steve. Steve, are you okay? You don't sound so good. Just gotta... Just gotta catch my breath here for a second. I've, I've literally been running all over the internet telling everybody... <sighs> spreading... Spreading the news about the, uh, the, the big finale here. But I'm back. Uh, I'm, that that doesn't make sense. I'm not sure I, that's uh, possible. But okay. I told Chris Harris, I told Jared, I told Nick Lemon. Well, I hadn't seen that guy for uh, at least a, a week or so since last Thursday at the big uh, the big Skype meeting. Anyways, so uh, uh, anyways, JD, yes. did 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 I get here in time? Have you have you closed your show yet? Uh, no, I I have not canceled 11 pc yet in fact you misheard me i didn't say i was canceling 11 pc i know you... i heard you say you were canceling 11 pc my question is is it over yet <sighs> no steve you've still got time you can help me finish this oh good all right so what are we going to do next jd well, that's mostly up to you you see i'm trying to find a way to bring this show to a good conclusion and i just i can't think of one so with all of your experience canceling podcasts, I was wondering, yeah. what's a good way to do it? Well, you know, once you get down to the final monologue, and that's really the the real meat and potatoes of the show, you know, you want to say something that's kind of nice and touching and maybe a little emotional and, you know, you become a little vulnerable and you talk about, you know, how the Muppets helped you start to believe in yourself and how... But Maybe you but, use that show to help other people believe in themselves. Because you know, J.D., if just one person... And this is where you break into song. If just one person 
believes in you. Deep enough and strong enough believes in you. Hard enough and long enough. Steve, stop it. I'm going to cry. I'm going to freaking no. <laughs> cry on my own podcast. Don't do this and to me, man. is how you do it, buddy. Right there. That's the, that's the canceling master coming in right there for the kill. I just, I wanted to do something that was a little bit more J.D. Hansel, you know? That's why I haven't mentioned Arthur Novell. Oh, oh, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's definitely my move. Um, hmm, have you done something that's, um, hugely awkward and more than mildly discomforting? Yes, now I have. Okay, well, that's good. That's definitely out of your playbook. Mm -hmm. um, have you talked about something unrelated to what the main subject matter was in long, paragraphical format? Well, I was considering doing that. But then I was thinking back to a text that I had to read for one of my classes the other day. And it was a, to be fair, the text was actually from a lecture. And the lecture was translated from French to English. So I don't know that I can necessarily blame the writer because, well, he wasn't really writing, he was talking. So the, the problem with the text was that it was supposed to be like an essay. It was written in this essay form, but it was just sort of going all over the place. The sentences were really long and difficult to follow. And the professor was trying to argue that sometimes that's actually the best way to express an idea. You can't always write in nice, short, simple, easy to understand sentences. And I got into a big fight with him about that because I really do think breaking up what you have to say into small points and staying focused on what your main point is, is generally the way to go. But that professor and I have been disagreeing about a lot lately. It's really, it's amazing that we're working together so well on this directed study I'm doing, which is, I don't know if I told you about this, Steve, but it's on 80s fantasy films. And so I'm getting to uh, write about The Dark Crystal and Labyrinth and all that fun stuff. Have you done... How about Frank Oz? Have you done a good Frank Oz yet? Have have you pissed off Frank Oz in this episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I needed. <laughs> Sometimes it's about that simple, Steve. It is, it is. Okay, all right. You know, Steve. Yeah, JD. I think that's what... <laughs> I think that's what I've loved most about podcasting. It's just been those stupid moments when we clearly have no idea what we're doing, and so we just have to stop and laugh. I mean, well, that's no, true. It's a real shame that you're leaving podcasting forever, though. That's the that's the well. Real thing, okay, you know? so no, I'm not. I'm not leaving podcasting forever. Again, you misheard me. Um, in part because your internet isn't working, and in part because you're stupid. So. Bear that in mind next time. How is how is your internet stupid? I don't understand what you just... Anyways, okay, keep going. Steve, Jesus loves you. So, here's <laughs> yes, the thing. Yes, this I know, yes. I'm canceling 11-point collar. I'm not necessarily canceling my other podcasts. I've got other podcast episodes in the works right now. Oh, really? Oh, okay. So, what 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 else are we doing then? Uh, well, you and I are recording later tonight, remember? Oh, that's right, yeah. We're doing Muppet fans talking. We are doing a Muppet... Hey, folks, stick around. We're going to be doing a Muppet fans talking right after you're done listening to this. So. Well, well, hold on. They may not hear it right afterwards. I don't know which show I'm going to oh. release first. Oh, oh okay. All right. 
So, so bear that in mind. But yes, I'm happy to stay on the internet and continue podcasting. I love podcasting. I really, it's really fun, do. right? Yeah. It's not just being on mic. There's something about getting to talk about something that I love with no one being able to tell me what to do for an hour and that being weirdly socially acceptable. I find that very, very comforting. I, I think that podcasts became an important part of my life when I was in middle school, and that was largely due to your show, Steve. I got hooked on listening to the MuppetCast. And when that show went away, I wasn't really sure what could possibly fill that need in me, but... And then you looked in the mirror one day and said, I know, perhaps I'll lead. Actually, I thought I was going to listen to that Muppets podcast by George in Georgia or whatever his name was, but that just wasn't doing it for me. Oh, yeah, that was weird, yeah. That was weird. I don't know what happened there. Anyway, I found that recording podcasts is actually just, it's it's possibly my favorite form of creative expression now. I absolutely love this, and I want to thank you, Steve, for, uh, for getting me hooked on this drug, so to speak. Absolutely, my pleasure. Well... I guess all that remains is for me to say something really sappy and emotional over an instrumental recording of the Rainbow Connection. Yes, that is what you need to do next. Or we could have a pancake jamboree. Oh my gosh, we could have a what's a pancake jamboree. No, I don't wait, know, but no. I want to do it now. I'm stealing that idea from a Tough Pigs video. I forgot we can't do Oh, that. darn it. Okay. All right. Rainbow Connection time, everybody. All right, here goes. Everybody, this is JD Hansel of MuppetHub.com. Um, I'm not good at goodbyes, so uh, thank you. I love you. You've been good listeners. Um, I'm guessing. I don't know. I haven't really seen what it's been like on your end. Uh, I'm gonna miss this show. Goodbye. And now the closing clips. In the water, brand new world is there for you to see. Lots of time till you grow up to be a big frog like me. Tadpole, haven't got a worry. Biggest job is swimming peacefully. Wonder if you know you'll grow to be A big frog like me Changes happen as time passes by Soon enough you'll be grown With a home on a lily pad And some tadpoles of your own Oh, little tadpole, wiggling in the water, far from all responsibility. Take your time till you grow up to be a big frog 
like me Tadpole, take your time to be a big green grown-up frog Like me Let's make the dream come true. 
the smallest seedling grow. So work real hard and aim real high. Who knows how far you'll go? Where you'll go? There's a new horizon. There's a bright new day. There's a new sun rising. Come along, we're on our way. Let's make a dream. Let's make a miracle or two. Let's make a dream. Let's make it shine for me and you. Let's make a dream. Let's make the dream come true. Well, there you go, folks. The last trivia time, Henson history, and closing clips of 11-point collar. I sure am going to miss this place. But I've got other Muppet podcasts to produce right here at MuppetHub.com, and I can't wait for you to join me for the next one. Once again, thanks for listening. And in case I don't get the chance to say this to you again, waka waka, wubba wubba, and weeba weeba. Well, how was that, Steve? Well, that was pretty good, but... Do you have something silly to end with? No, deal with it.